hello and welcome back to what I think is a pretty special episode on my podcast. I'm actually really excited to have this conversation with you and there will be somebody who needs to hear this today. Maybe it's you. And if it's not now, maybe you've needed to hear it in the past or maybe you'll need to hear it in the future. So I think it's an episode that certainly I'm going to come back to and and hopefully you will as well. And what I want to talk about today is particularly relevant, I think, right now because of so much of what's going on in the world, right? We're under so much pressure. There is still so much uncertainty, so much sadness, so much stress and so much anxiety in the world with the election, with everything that's going on with the pandemic, the political environment. And of course, then we've all got our own stuff, right? Our own things that are happening in our lives that create for some of us more anxiety. So it's a tough time right now. And I think one of the things that we all need to acknowledge and accept is that we're all facing what really are unprecedented times in terms of the amount of stuff we have on our plate, in terms of the amount of strains and stresses that we're all having to deal with on a daily basis. And so I think that makes everything in life just feel a little bit harder, you know, it makes everything just seem that bit much more of an effort. And so what I want to talk about today is something that I've been doing lots of thinking about um, in the last few weeks in particular, because it's very linked to a free five-day challenge that I'm running in November, starts on November the 23rd. If you haven't yet signed up and got your place, definitely go to my social media at My Happy Mind and sign yourself up. And it's a free confident child challenge. So it's for parents or carers who are finally ready to actually kind of take the bull by the horns and really start doing the work around building their child's confidence and self-esteem. And I think that it has never been more important to start to do this work. You know, our children in particular have been very much affected by the scenario we found ourselves in with coronavirus and time off school and maybe, you know, unwell relatives or just not seeing relatives. It's been a really difficult time. And so I really want to support those parents and carers who are saying, actually, you know, I've noticed that they've struggled or I've noticed that they've lost a bit of their spark or their confidence and I really want to help them. And so one of the things that we'll be talking about through this challenge and I'll be supporting parents with is this idea of negative self-talk, right? Or that inner critic or that inner voice that we all have that pops up sometimes that tells us that we can't, right? Or that we shouldn't or that we're not able to. And you may have heard this described as your inner critic, as the kind of annoying voice in your head, or negative self-talk, but whatever you want to call it and however you've heard it referred to, it's essentially this idea that all of us as humans have these thoughts, these beliefs that kind of swirl around in our minds and that sometimes they stop us from moving forward. They stop us from being able to see opportunity, from seeing possibility and from taking inspired action, that's positive action that's actually gonna help us to move away from situations that we might be in and towards those situations that we aspire to be in. So getting a hold of this, getting a grip of this is really, really important as parents, as teachers, as carers. And it's important for our own sanity and for our own self-care, but of course it's also important for our children because it may be that some of those stories and some of those beliefs are actually holding you back from doing some of the things that you wanna do in order to support your children. 
So I just want to explore this a little bit today and just talk about some of the really simple things that we can do to help ourselves understand this kind of inner critic a bit more and also to lean into it and to use it as a guide, to use it as a way for us to develop and improve both for ourselves and for those around us. So we all have these these moments, don't we, when we have these little voices or these little doubts. And, you know, sometimes we're not even aware of them. They happen so deeply in our subconscious that we don't even know that they're at play, but they are absolutely having an impact on the actions and the behaviours that we're taking. And to just really help you understand why it's so important to, to get a grip or get a handle or get an understanding of these thoughts, I just want to step you through a model that we talk about a lot in the My Happy Mind for Families program, which is the thoughts, feelings and actions model. And it's a really critical model to understand and to keep in our mind because it's just so incredibly powerful. So essentially what this model talks about is the fact that all of our thoughts, which obviously originate from our mind, lead directly to all of our feelings. So the things that we think are responsible for the feelings that we have, right? The feelings that we feel. And the feelings that we feel then are directly responsible for the actions that we take. So our thoughts determines our feelings, and our feelings determine our actions or our behaviors. And so where I'm going with this is that our thoughts are really, really powerful. Our thoughts are really critical because they ultimately determine the action or the behavior that we take. So if we're having negative self-talk or negative thoughts, then that's gonna lead to negative feelings, and then that's gonna lead to negative actions. So let's take an example of how we might feel about our child's ability to become more confident or to become more resilient. Something that we talk about a lot in our community is, how do I help my child feel more confident so that they can be more resilient? So let's use that as an example. And let's imagine that your inner critic or your inner voice, for whatever reason, is telling the story that it's not possible for your child to change. Maybe you have a view that this situation around building confidence and resilience is very much nature versus nurture. Maybe you have a belief that, you know, you weren't that confident as a child and you've never been that resilient, therefore it's no surprise that your child's followed in those footsteps. footsteps. Or maybe you're just a bit exhausted and overwhelmed from trying things that haven't worked. So you have this view of, my child's never gonna change. Right, let's imagine that you have one or or a combination of those thoughts. What are the feelings that that's going to lead to, right? The feelings that that's going to lead to are feelings like, I, you know, I feel hopeless or I feel stressed or I feel so worried because you don't actually believe because of those thoughts and those stories that your child's ever going to change. And that's going to leave you to feel worried about them, worried about their future, stressed, overwhelmed, maybe that you're going to feel, you know, am I good enough? It's going to give you all sorts of negative feelings if you believe and hold on to those thoughts. What about the actions that that's going to lead you to take? So if you really, really believe that your child cannot change, you cannot help your child with their confidence and their resilience, and that's leading you to feel, you know, feelings of hopelessness or overwhelm, it's likely that the actions that you're going to take are, well, of inaction, right? You're probably not going to take any action 
because you think that this is a hopeless cause. You think that this is never going to change. And so can you see how those negative feelings based on those stories that you might be telling yourself led to really negative feelings and therefore negative actions? Pretty powerful, right? So what if instead we could start to work on those thoughts and feelings? What if we could start to transform those thoughts and feelings? And rather than thinking that, you know, there's no chance my child can ever develop because I was never confident at school, or there's no child my chance can ever develop here because this is a nature issue, right? They've just inherited this from me. What if I said to you that I could guarantee that every single child was able to develop their confidence and self-esteem through the My Happy Mind system, which is based in a science-backed approach, right? It's what we use in hundreds of thousands of, or with hundreds of thousands of children, and it's having an impact. And the science proves that this can work for any child, right? This isn't me telling you, me convincing you. This is me telling you the science and the research proves that any child can develop when it comes to confidence and resilience if you use the right tools and strategies. What if that became your new thought? What would the feelings be that would follow that? Well, there would probably be feelings of hope, right? Feelings of excitement, feelings of, I can do this, this is possible for us. Feelings of joy. And so what action might you take on the back of that? Well, you're probably gonna start researching the science, right? Looking into what these solutions are, putting aside some dedicated time to help your child with this. They're gonna be positive actions because you have positive feelings, because you have some more positive thoughts. So you can see, again, the power of our thoughts as they relate to our feelings and our actions. And this is just one example. What about the thoughts you have about yourself? What about the thoughts you have about your body image? What about the thoughts you have about your relationships, about your career? You know, we can apply this thoughts, feelings and actions model to every single walk of our life, every single part of our life, and it can have a really profound impact. But we've got to do the work. So if you're wondering how to get started and you have these negative or unhelpful thoughts or stories about your children, I really encourage you to join my free five-day challenge in November. It's running November the 23rd for five days. It's half an hour a day and I'm going to take you on a super transformative and inspiring journey. So if you're listening to this podcast before those dates, then definitely get on board with that. It's going to be really, really powerful for you. If that's finished and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, November, that's ages ago. That's okay. Here's some really simple strategies that you can use to get started with this work. And what I'm going to invite you to do is to pick one thought, right? Have a think about a part of your life. Maybe it is supporting your children. Maybe it's something different. Maybe it's career. Maybe it's relationships. But have a think about one part of your life where you really want to shift yourself out of the rut that you might be in. Maybe you're feeling really negative about a particular relationship or a particular part of your job or a particular part of home life, right? Maybe you're feeling resentful towards it. Maybe you're feeling fed up, negative, overwhelmed. I want you to think about one of those situations. And when you've decided on the situation, I want you to just get a blank piece of paper and I want you to write down what the situation is first and foremost. So what is the situation 
that you want to work on. And once you've done that, I want you to try and write down three of the thoughts or the beliefs or the stories that you have about that situation. Just write them down. Don't judge them. Don't assess them. Just write them down. And then what I want you to do once you've written them down is I want you to critically evaluate those thoughts and ask yourself, are they true? Right? Are they true? Are they factually true? Or are they just thoughts? Because I'm willing to bet that they will just be thoughts, right? They won't be facts. And once we identify that we're having these thoughts and they're not real, right? They're just thoughts. They're not facts. They're just things that we're thinking. We can start to say, okay, what else could I think? What's a different thought I could have about this situation? What's a different way I could think about this thing that's holding me back, that's generating a rut, that's generating overwhelm? And I want you to then write down what that new thought is going to be, what that new belief is going to be. And I want you to notice how just that simple exercise of writing down and reframing that thought can totally transform the feelings that you then have and the actions that you then take. And, you know, I often talk about this idea of flipping it and catching it or catching it and flipping it. Right. When you th- when you have these thoughts, when you notice these things that you're thinking, catch it, acknowledge it, recognize that it's just a thought and then flip it or switch it into something different. So catch the negative thought and flip it into a positive thought and just watch how powerful that can be in terms of how you think about the situation that you might be in and then how you feel about it and then how you act on it. And one of the things that is super powerful once you've got into this habit and once you've got into this, and it takes practice, right? All of these things take practice and work. But one of the things that's super powerful to notice once you've done that is how can you then use this same approach with your children? You know, when they're having these really negative thoughts about school or friendships or whatever it might be, how can you help them to do the same thing? And it's one of the things that we do in the families program a lot is, is looking at the thoughts and the beliefs that we have and thinking about how we can shift and change them. So I told you it was going to be a juicy one. (laughs) I hope that that's given you some real food for thought and that you're able to take that away and really think about how you can apply that thoughts, feelings and actions model. And, you know, think about who might else, who else might want to hear this episode? Who could you share this with? Who have you noticed is in a bit of a rut? And how might this help them move forward? So I hope you've really enjoyed this episode and I cannot wait to bring you the next one, which is all about why listening to other people's advice when it comes to building your children's resilience can be a very dangerous thing. So I'll see you next time. Take care.